Big news, big news. Nashville, Tennessee, March 11th, Ryman Auditorium. Chrissy D and Sally Babes, the Babe Fest continues. Tickets went on pre-sale one hour ago, 10 a.m. this morning. Promo code BABE, B-A-B-E. They go on sale to the general public tomorrow. So if you want to get the real good seats, you go on either salvocanocomedy.com or christycomedy.com today with BABE right this second. Nashville. Don't be a flake, don't run away from your feelings, babe. Don't be afraid, don't be ashamed, don't hesitate to say hey, babe. Do you have the time to listen to hey, babe? Sometimes I give myself hey, babe. Sometimes I mind plays tricks on me. It all keeps setting up. I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid? My hey, babe. What's up, hey, babe. How, How you doing, doing Bobby? I'm doing good. I'm wearing the pillow like this because you know what I've been watching is a lot of documentaries on Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. And this is how she used to dress. You look like a picture of the of the Madonna, of the mother, mother yes. of the Virgin Mary. With, yeah. the, with the halo behind with, her. With the halo behind. But this is also like if you look at old movies of Queen Elizabeth, they would always have like almost like like a protection as if somebody, people would walk past ancient queens and just slam the back of their heads into a wall. Like they do like they do in the videos, the viral videos where they just punch people on the streets. Yes, which and, we got us, yeah. And she wears an oval pillow to protect herself. Yes, she does. This is actually, if you tried, to, this is actually a good safety measure. Like if I was an elderly person and you know, a lot of, especially like in the cities, a lot of people, if I was Kane Tanaka, which by the way, Happy birthday, birthday, Kane Tanaka, turns 119. 119, folks, and a lot of people were upset that we didn't throw her a birthday party. Still sexually active. Still sexually active. Yeah, it was Kane, in the article. Kane Tanaka, still sexually active, and, uh, <laughs> and um, she said... Um, she said uh, uh, she got a, a birthday cake from her family there, and in Japanese letters it said COVID. <laughs> she goes, uh, Kane Tanaka, if, uh, by the way, I love that we are the ones that brought Kane Tanaka. We gave life yeah. to Kane Tanaka on this podcast, and now CNN is, yeah. is reporting this. Nice like try, this. CNN. Uh, welcome the, to the party, pal. Yeah, welcome to the, the babes have known this for a long time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like anybody that mentions Kane Tanaka to you, tell them, shut up. Yeah, back off, Ted Turner. Yeah, Ted, you <laughs> pussy. Um, he, I think he owns my show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, let's scale it back. Yeah, yes, Teddy Turner. Um <laughs> I um I, I yeah so so uh yeah Kane Tanaka turned 119 so we just want to of course say a happy happy birthday to her. If it wasn't COVID times, would we have not thrown a Tanaka birthday bash? Oh my right? God, we would have done it. If it wasn't COVID times, I'm being dead serious. If it wasn't COVID times, yeah. I swear to God, I would highly consider if, if you had the time and we had the time to go to Japan and meet her. For her birthday, like go to actual Japan <laughs> and do an episode, you, find her she, and do a birthday party from Japan. <laughs> you mean we'd go? You mean we'd go there without setting it up first? Yeah, <laughs> go we, there, find her. Yeah, we just go Kane. there with a bindle each, yes. on a stick, and be like, we're in the we're in the hunt for Kane. Yeah, we're in the hunt for Kane. Tanaka. Um, she reminds me of the old. Do you remember the Golden Child with Eddie Murphy? The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. I don't. Oh, it was like a it was like a pretty big comedy hit right after right after the slew of like uh, 
Right, right after like oh uh, yes 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 I've seen this before yes Beverly Hills yes. Cop yeah yeah there's a, there's a, this little kid and and it, there it is she reminds he reminds me of that guy right there she yeah. reminds me of that guy right there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know when he he has to go into the there's a famous clip where he has to go into like the caves or whatever yeah. and he has to like spin the the column yeah. and ask for what he wants yeah and he's looking for a special knife yeah and he's like and he's like. Can I? And he spins. He goes. Can I have the knife? And that little old guy comes out. He like picks his nose at the Asian guy, and he's like, "You have to ask differently." And he's like, "Please." Yeah. You never see that one? No, I don't. Uh, that part a, I remember. It's a pretty good one. Uh, Speak. Oh, oh, th that part I know. For, isn't that the where that goes? My brother Numsi loves me. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. We used to say that all the time when we were kids. We used to go, "My brother Numsi loves me." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you remember it? Well, I only Partial. remember that part because uh, me and my friends, you know, when we Noomsi. were kids. They would go, my brother Noomsi loves me. And I, I, I don't know. Um, Make that a sound bite. Ready, go. My brother Noomsi loves me. <laughs> uh, clip that. Clip that. Um, so, so um, also, too, quick, you know, Indiana Jones, you know the movie, Sh you know, uh, uh, in the Temple of Doom, Short Round? Of course. You know, he grew up. Booby trap, booby trap. He's in some movie now. Like uh, He was in like a, go, go Short Round Temple of Doom actor, whatever that guy's actor. He's from the Goonies, babe. He's, uh, what's he also his name? the Goons? Yeah, he's, 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 um. Is What's he like a famous guy? What's his name in, 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 in the Goonies? Is his his name I don't know. No, he's he's yeah, he's a big part in the Goonies. I can't believe I'm forgetting. Jonathan K. Kwan. I saw him in a new Netflix show or new or maybe it's called The Fall of Saigon, something. But I was like, wow, that's freaking short round. Short round. Short I love round. him. Love short round. Um uh, No Time for Love, Mr. Jones, right? No Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. Jones. Uh can you tell me who he plays in um in Goonies? I'm I it's I feel like it's a, a name like Popular name like how we remember short round, the Goonies, Data. Oh, Data. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, Pip was pulling up too, and we need to, we need to speak about this. We've been how old is he? Good. We've been sent this many many times. <laughs> Asian people don't have an age. Okay, they're ageless. They're well, just because he might. He's fifty years old. You would never believe that that he's fifty years. No, old. No, he doesn't look fifty. Look at that picture. No, he doesn't look fifty at all. No, he looks like he could say I'm thirty two, and I would believe that. I'd believe that. Yeah. What do he you also, think? They also, he also could like if you told me that was a 30, 32 year old woman, I'd believe that as well. Like they just, it's very difficult. Yeah. Is it? What do you think it is? I think that Asian people and black people, like they, they, they don't, they, they age very well. Well, that, and we've spoken about this many times, I think on this podcast, and, and I think we have about how Korean people have a gene in them where they don't produce body odor in their armpits. Google why this. We, why don't we bottle that and license it to That's what I'm saying. degree? That's what I'm saying. Like, I've never thought, like, why doesn't, like, secret deodorant just use whatever the Korean armpit gene is and make that your deodorant, and then you have a stinkless armpit. Where did you hear this? Um, just, you know, I, I eat Some a lot streets. of Korean barbecue. I talk to the wait staff. <laughs> <laughs> Koreans Korean. are genetically mutated to yep. have less of a sweating problem than others, according to research. Yep. 0.006% of the Korean population have the ABCC11 gene, a major culprit behind, um, what does it say? Ric Flair's blocking it. Odor problem. Uh, yeah, so, so they're, 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 the, um, they're the most, um, they smell the least. They're the most wow. odorless uh, race. The Koreans. So shout out Korea. Um, but, uh, and also. Uh, uh, sweat is my most, second most hated thing. Really? Yeah. What's number one? <laughs> it's uh, traffic, sweat, the common cold, strong wind, bugs, cats, pointy objects, pointy objects, and general filth. Wow. Uh, and, and a common cold on vacation will, will trump everything, actually. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, so you'd rather have a common cold on, uh, you, so you'd rather be stinky. 
than have a common cold on vacation. Yeah, common cold on vacation. It's one overall. Yeah, traffic, sweat, regular common cold. Strong winds, bugs, cats, pointy objects, and filth. Now, strong winds, like when you're on an airplane, or just strong winds in general? No. Any any strong winds, especially if I'm about town. Got like it. if I'm walking and there's just whipping winds, you don't there's like nothing that. you could do about it. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to mess up your hair. Oh, it's going to destroy your hair. Yeah. And there's nothing you could do about it. You just like, take it. Got to just take it. Especially, uh, you know, if you're wearing a t-shirt, if it's a warm day, it's going gonna, it's gonna to expose the nipple. Oh, it's yeah. going to expose the fat yeah. of the nipple. You got to be jacked if you want to stand in a windstorm with a light T-shirt. 100%. Most polycotton blends today expose nipple. If you're out there making a T-shirt, why not make a T-shirt that's a little thicker for people with nip- nipple puff? Yeah, well, any nipple, really. I mean, the way that these T-shirts are falling on the skin now, expose the nipple, even even a soft nipple. Yeah. That's why what I do is a little hack. I try to get a T-shirt that has a graphic on the front that goes nipple wide. Can't see the nippies. Can't see I them. like it. Um, um, I actually wanted to ask, because Sal just said what his <coughs> least favorite things in life were. What were your least favorite things? My least favorite things in life, I would say, um, number one, the heat. I yeah, hate sweat. the heat no. anywhere. Yeah, so sweat. I don't mind sweating so much. Just the heat. the heat. I don't like. I don't like hot climates. I don't like the heat. The beach is number two. I don't like the beach. I know a lot of people are like, "What?" You know, I don't like sand. I don't like the beach. I, I was. What about I, the ocean, though? A the trop- ocean I tropical? like to look at. I don't want to go near. I don't care. I'm a pool slash lake guy. Okay. I like that. Um, See, I don't like lakes because I just think there's a lot of creatures in there that you don't want to deal. It's not going to bode well at the end of the day. Any body of water, I don't love going in. If you mm. force me, I'd rather go in a lake. I want to go in a pool more than anything. Yeah. I just don't like the beach. I'm never a beach guy. I don't, I just, I, it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me at all. I don't like bringing the blankets and the coolers to me. It's so much work. I don't like it either. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, I also, um, I don't like, I don't like cats. Yeah. You know, I don't like cats. I don't want to kill cats at all, no. but I, I don't. Really want or need ever in my life. I don't have a need for a cat. A dog, I could be convinced of getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a cat is probably the last animal I'd like in my they, house. They're unreasonable. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't we, like we, them. We're talking about getting a dog. Really? Yeah. What kind of dog? It's up for grabs, it's up for debate. You ready for this? I actually saw this in the Daily News yesterday. They did top uh, dog bite attacks by breed in 2021. Okay. At least in New York. Number Hit- one. Pitbull, yeah, number always. one pitbull, but we knew that. Number two, you ready for what number two? It was so funny because number one was a pitbull and it was like rrr, growling. Number two, like Shih Tzu. Oh no, Shih Tzu, and it was just sitting there. Number three, Chihuahua. Uh, you know why they probably are always on the defense? Yes, because they're, they're little guys. Size. Yeah, they're little yeah. guys. I, what I kind think, of dog are you thinking? Well, all all dogs that don't shed. Most dogs that don't shed are very ugly. I'm sorry, everybody. Like you might in, through my lens, the dogs that don't sheds are they did just like mop. They just like look like mops. Right. They're just mostly those moppy floppy like smushed face kind of like hair like like long hairish kind of little mops running around. There's right. like 15 of them. I looked it up online and I'm like, no, no, ugly, ugly, ugly. Right. Right. I I originally like I I I was look and then I looked at like a, a Dalmatian like a, like a brown spotted Dalmatian. Have you ever seen that yet? No, I've had I've had a Dalmatian though. You have. I had. Her name was Cruella. She was. No, really? I swear to God, she. I had her when I. She was ten years old. Yeah. She was ten years old. We had her, and uh, she got down into the basement once and ate all the Clorox and bleach. 
puked, was whole. Th- I think you told me this like, whole thing, and then we and then and then we gave her away. Yeah, yeah. So, but Dalma- but but Dalmatians are very 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 hyper. I know that's actually what I read, and that that kiboshed it for me. I, I saw my first brown spotted Dalmatian in Australia. I've never seen one, and I was hooked. And then it said a couple things: one, not good with, not great with kids. Right. Two, hyper is old shit. Three, you need to get them their exercise like uh, an hour or two a day. And I, like, I want to give the dog what the dog needs, but I do not have the time for that. Yeah, you can't do, do you have that time, time to, to give me a Dalmatian? So what? So what? What breed are you thinking? I also like uh, beagles, but I don't want the howling. I like a beagle. Uh, I looked at a. What about like a bulldog? What you like a bulldog? I do, but I feel really bad because I don't think bulldogs are natural. I think we made bulldogs, and I no, think they, I think they have like hundreds of problems up at birth, and it's a, it's a race against their their genetic problems. Yeah, they got heart issues and drool issues, and they're they're fat. And, they got they're, eye they're issues and bre- respiratory issues. What about a sharpay? The ones you could just squish its face. What's a sharpay look like? Sharpay. It's just it's just layers of fat <laughs> coming over its face, drooping. It's like literally. I mean, it looks like it has waves on its body. Look at this. Well, that, Pimp just Googled Sharpie dog. So there it is. Oh, those things. I mean, cute. Look, look, at how, look, at, look at the rolls of fat. Yeah. Look at they, that. The fat rolls It looks are like great. a fucking Cinnabon. Yeah. <laughs> it looks fat. like a vagina, no? It does look like a vagina. Uh, it, it's, it actually looks like he bought a dog suit that was too big for him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Jesus was making him and he put on the wrong suit. He's yeah. like, ah, oh, damn it. I'm like, Babe. Ah, she has a head. That's down. what bulldogs look what, like. What's, to the, me. what's the kind of dog that uh that that is bandit? Basenji and a rat, rat terrier. terrier. Well, my buddy Ari has a, a dog named Bandit that's a Basenji and a rat terrier. Gorgeous. It's the perfect size, perfect temperament, the coolest dog I've ever seen. This ever. one right here. Well, no, it looks like that's a baby only fox. one of that's a Basenji, but mixed with a rat terrier, and you get you get. You get this other dog that he had. So I don't really even know if you could do that. I think it was just like a mutt that he got. Are you allowed to do that? I don't know. Can you even? Can any dog? Yeah, I don't know if you can. Can do a that. Great Dane have sex with a Chihuahua? It can. And then what? What happens? What, what the I hell don't happens? Know. First of all, the, the, the Chihuahua will be demolished. No. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's pop. What How about a Chihuahua effing a Great Dane? <laughs> <laughs> just like up on a step ladder or something. It could. I think that it could, but I think some of them don't. Don't. Uh, what do you got? Do you think it's creepy to be someone that breeds animals? Yeah, my uncle. My uncle breeds cats. What? Yeah, he's got. A, he breeds cats up in his house, and he's he's got like what? sphinx cats. Dude, my uncle. I have an uncle. You ready for what I'm about to tell you? I have yeah. an uncle, world renowned cat judge. He goes all over the world <laughs> and judges cat competitions. All in all, how Google, do you let's not, just do it. How do you not bring it up? Google Russell Webb. Russell Webb cat no judge. R U S S E L L W E B B cat judge. Dub, cat judge. This is my uncle Russell. There it is. Thank you to Judge Ru- Go. Let's let's let, Russell Webb. Yeah, here we go. This is my this is my mother's <laughs> brother. This is my <laughs> uncle. This is my full uncle. This is his job and his life. Shout out my uncle Russell. He's been to every corner of the world judging cat competitions. He's Look at a, him. He's got a great uh Can you put the, can you, yeah. He's got a great professional sports name. Yeah. Russell, Russell Webb. Webb. Sounds like a sounds like a whole thing. Can we leave his name in? Am I deleting his name? I mean, 
I don't think he would care. We're not, I mean, it's, he's it's renowned. He's renowned. Can we play We're a little bit of We're giving him his flowers, audio? as the kids yeah. say. I mean, he, I, I'm proud of him for this. I'm, how, I'm proud that this wait, is my uncle. How do I know you for a decade and you don't bring up Russell Webb? I have no uncle it's Russell Webb. Your mother's Webb. brother is a, is a world-renowned cat judge. World-renowned. Gets flown first class all over the world. He's the one that breeds him? He breeds him. So a good day for him. His best day is Full of cat sex. Sad cat sex. That's yeah. his best day. He yeah. wakes up and the, and the cats are. F- that to that's him. What it is. That's why he's alive. We can only go over his house like one day a year because the rest of the day is just cat. It cats just, are f- all over. Yeah, he can't do he's it. You can't have cat company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I tell you, like struggling to take calls. <laughs> yeah. He's like, keep it down. Sorry, man. The cats yeah. are. F- <laughs> yeah. Many cat breeders do not make a profit, and some do not manage to break even after the amount of medical bills, food, and other supplies. So why are they doing it? I would love to get my Uncle Russell on the podcast because I never asked him, how did you wind up in that? Yeah. Because I'm talking about, like, there are only five cat judges in the world, and he's one of them. Like He's, he's like a fl- master sommelier. No, he's got, he's gotten flown out by, like, royalty. To like ju- judge cat competitions. I think he was in China when everything was going down in the beginning of, of 2020. Like, and like got, I think he got, I'm not, could be, I've just misheard this, but I'm almost positive that China shut their borders and he was judging a cat competition and only a select few of non-Chinese citizens could get out and he got out. Like the Chinese government was like, get out Russell Webb. He's too important to lose. <laughs> yeah. He has uh, he has immunity, diplomatic yeah. immunity. Look, Wait, yeah, is, he, a is he dangling a fake mouse in front of that cat on the I right? On is. the right. What's he doing? Yeah, yeah, he might I don't know. But this is his entire life, and I'm proud to be his nephew. Yeah. I'm proud to be his nephew. He's, I mean, this is he's the most he is literally, I'm being dead serious, as far as you know, status goes like, you know, I do I do comedy and, and it's a beautiful thing and, and I'm proud of where I'm at, but I'm nowhere near the level in comedy that he is in Cat Judge. That's wild. Like, he's Hall of Fame. He slays puss. He's the Dave Chappelle of Cat Judge. Yeah, He wow. is the top guy in the Cat Judge, my blood uncle. Damn. There it is. Yeah. And dog show judges get paid. Not, I mean, my uncle Russell's living large. I mean, <laughs> dog, dog pay, I mean, well, you're a cat judge. It's a different, it's a different echelon. thing. Dog dog show judges make from eighteen thousand to fifty eight thousand a uh, median salary of thirty three thousand. You can't live on that. Yeah, you have to do something else. You know what my uh, you know what my uncle's other job is? I swear to God, he's cat judge by he's cat judge by day, and then at night he runs a fucking cemetery. Uh, no, he runs a cemetery. And that's he, where he gets the cats. That's where he gets the cats from. He yeah, runs he, a cemetery. Yeah, he'll he'll. All right, this podcast sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that we love it. Mental health, we take it very seriously. Sal's been using it. I've been using it. We feel a lot better. Broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. It's all over Zoom. It's perfect. It's professional counseling. It's what it is. It's done online. It is secure. It's nothing like a crisis line. You get a professional licensed therapist. Um, It's available worldwide. And you can start talking to someone within two days, within 48 two days. hours. You log in. You can send a message to your counselor anytime. Um, it is, I mean, they're blowing up. They've been with us for a long time. And the yeah. more I, the more that I, that they, I hear about them now, yeah. everyone talks about them. Everybody. Now. I yeah. mean, uh, the Pope was talking about them the other day. Was he really? In the sermon, yeah. God bless. He in said, the sermon? He said better help. He said, he said Jesus on the his cross is better help. I, I hope my youngest daughter's first two words are better help. If you want to get 10% off your first month, all you got to do is go to BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp.com slash Hey Babe. Special offer for Hey Babe listeners. 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Hey Babe. 
16. Let me ask you a question. If I said to you, do you think there's a way for you to get 16 free meals and three free gifts in your life from anybody? I would say, motherfucker, you lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not because you can get it with HelloFresh. HelloFresh, as we know, is America's number, number one, one meal, meal kit. kit. And man, oh man, it's fresh delivery right to your door with unbelievable farm-to-table ingredients and recipes that you can cook in 30 minutes or if you're in a rush, 20 minutes. If you don't know how to cook, it'll help to teach you. If you don't want to go to the grocery store, it'll save you time and money. If yep. you want to cook something fun with your kids, that's another way to do it. If you're a single guy or gal yes. and, and, you, and, and you just don't have the time to look up recipes, man, they package it all and they serve it to you right in the chops. Try a Cheddar Wonder Burger. They they got Dunkaroo frostings. They got all different types of food. They got hibachi sweet soy, bavette steak and shrimp. Who doesn't love that? They got a lot of great food, and I've learned how to cook with them, and it's a part of my life now, and you can get an amazing discount if you go to hellofresh.com slash heybabe16 and use the code heybabe16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. If you have a 16-year-old daughter, don't give her sweet 16. Go to hellofresh.com slash heybabe16. Use the code heybabe16 and say, here's your 16 free meals, hon. And three gifts. Yes. Hello Fresh, America's number one, one meal, meal kit. kit. Always tell me like he he has a he he got a plot, a family plot for us when I was like six years old. I know I will be buried at Holy Root Cemetery in Long Island. No. Yeah. You've yeah. known for thirty one years. I've known for thirty one years. What, what does he do there? He's like a bouncer? What no, no, he he's a the bouncer. guy. No, 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 he's not a bouncer. He's he, you know, you go through a loss, you talk he runs the cemetery. So you talk to him about <sighs> the plot and but he it, he runs the show. He's been there for years. What an eccentric duck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cat by day, cemetery by night. Yeah, it's, I think I think it's a beautiful thing. I think that it's a t I think it's a television show. Yeah. I do think for it's a real? television show. Can we do a podcast from the cemetery? Hundred percent on Michael. That'd this be cool. Is, you think <laughs> this is fine? Why doesn't he do this pet is fine cemetery. to leave it, right? Pet if you're Michael Russell, I mean this is fine, right? Or, or, we're learning amazing things. It's amazing. I mean, I'm shouting him out. Shout out to Russell, Russell Webb. Russell Webb. Yeah, for, if, if you Russell die, Webb for three. For three. If you die, if you die, go to um. If you die, go to Holy Root Cemetery. Get buried there, and then after your funeral, go to Bocce. It's right across the street. Great Italian food in in, in uh, it's Nassau County. That's how you do a funeral. That's how you do it. Now batting number one, Russell Webb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Number one. Shout out Russell Webb. Uh, I could picture that's such a good name. Yeah. Yeah, he has, he has, like, when you go up to his uh, house, I haven't been there in quite some time, but when I used to go up, he has, like, a full, like, um, it's like a sex den tent for his cat breeding. Like, it's a full, the last, I remember, it, was, it looked like a spaceship on his top level of his home, like, like because it, it's, it's a lot air of, pressurized, and every, there's a lot of things that go wrong. It's to get cats in the mood? There's, like, shag carpeting? I actually don't know what it is, but he's, like, a scientist with it. Like, I, oh. I'm telling you. He, like, he is, like, if you are in the cat world, you're fucking dead right now that that's my uncle. Like, you're like, the Russell wow. Webb. Like, awards upon <laughs> awards. Cat Twitter is going nuts I didn't right say now. anything to us. I remember, not we didn't even know as a family. And then I think he was supposed to come to Thanksgiving or one holiday, and he couldn't make it. And, we, you know, my mother was like, Russell, where are you? He was like, I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at the airport in you know, Sagan, and he was like, she was like, why? He was like, I'm judging a cat competition. They were like, excuse me? Wow. And then he was like, yeah, you know, it's something that I, I, I'm pretty passionate about. And he was, I mean, now he's just, it's blown up now. You can't keep it secret anymore. 
Wow. So shout out so, Russell Webb to Cat Judge. What what skill set and knowledge do you need to have to judge the cat? Well, I think he always loved animals. He's always been a guy that loved. I remember even when my mom, with Cruella, I remember yeah. he would try to, you know, 20 years ago, you know, give my mom tips. To, so he's always loved animals. So I think he, he just, just. He just didn't give your mother the tip. Don't give Cruella the Clorox. He said, yeah, the only thing. Yeah, don't. I would not. The last thing I do is feed her <laughs> Clorox. I, I wouldn't do your laundry inside your dog's stomach. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Now, what did your mother think of uh, the cat uncle? What do you did mean? You, did they get along? Oh, yeah, thought- yeah, yeah. No, my mom is a family of, of four sisters and, and my and one brother, my uncle. So so he was like the, you know, nobody, the big brother of the family. Nobody rolls their eyes at his cat life. No, no. He doesn't talk about it much, though. Like, like it's almost like when we're like at a holiday, I'm like, you know, so what's up in the cat world? He'll just be like, like you wouldn't all, understand. It's all I do. It's all people ask me about, please. I don't want to talk about it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't. No, I think like when he gets, I don't know this for sure, but I'm almost positive like China is the big market for it. Like I think when he gets off the plane there, it's like police detail. Like it's a, <laughs> it's like, a, like it's like he's no joke in China. Like I think it's like a police big escort. huge thing. He comes off the plane like freaking the president, like Air Force <laughs> yeah, yeah, One. Yeah. How many times are they like in a situation where like we need web? We need web. Get I, web on the phone. I, yeah, like there's been a tie <laughs> be, at the local municipality and in, in in wherever, and I, they, they have to fly into the big guns. I feel like he's like James Bond of the cat world. No, it's crazy. Yeah, and and the way he does it, it's precise, and because there's all these things you got to do. Like I've watched him judge a couple of videos. Like there's things that you wouldn't even look at. Like I look at him like that's just a cat, but he's like you know, and he'll do blah blah blah. This one gets a seven, and then he like passes it along. And can you pull up a video of it? Because it's just he really gets in there. I'd love to see it. Yeah, yeah, let, let's play some audio. Russell Webb, catch us. Just go to the video. Um, uh, how can you never mention this go to ahead. me? Go ahead. Go, go, you never go. mention on the pod? I, no. I, um, we talked. Preview. G- GC. No. Uh, yeah, try this. Just put the volume on. Oh, this is during the pandemic. Oh, he the feels Cat like- Fanciers Association. That's what he's the president of. Wow. He's great. I'd love to get him at a dinner party. Let's get him on the pod. He yeah. Would come on. I'd love to have him on. But on the Taste Buds episode, Cat versus Dog... Uh, Sal's real issue with cats is that they're very sexual towards him. Yeah. Interesting. Well, they're very sensual animals. Like, <laughs> right. They come up and purr and rub on you when you don't ask for it. Right. They're very like, uh, they're very not of this time. Interesting. Yeah, no. So so in other words, you think cats actually are going to, uh, they should be me too'd. I, I think that they it's should, unwanted. I think someone should check them. Yeah. Because for ages now, for far too long, they just come up and rub on you <laughs> and they purr on you. And they wrap their tail around you and stuff. When you, I, I don't want to be any, it, 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 it's too close for comfort. Yeah, I don't like it. They not. They, they don't. They don't respect personal space. Yeah, yeah. I I I I I I've never liked cats, and yeah. it's, and it's odd because it runs in my family to love cats, and I've never liked it. Yeah, dogs. I'm a dog guy. You yeah, know, I yeah. I am. So I would I I would I guess that's the only time I would agree with DeRosa on that. But I guess you know. So I had a friend. I have a I, I had someone who I used to like. You know, be in, in my life, whatever. And he knew someone who tr- who bred and trained Rottweilers for competition. Okay. What do they do for competition? Oh, like in like the Westminster like and jump like over the same thing where they the, the, the runner the owner yeah. runs with them on the leash and yeah, it's, they're, they're, all the, the same form bullshit. And the, the physique and the form and the the yeah. listening and the and the dexterity. I don't know what the, I don't know what it is, but he did that and then he also trained them like as attack dogs, right? Okay. And then my sister decides they they got they're getting rid of this dog. They can't keep him anymore, so my sister takes it on as a pet. It's a 120-pound Rottweiler she takes on as a pet. I go to her house. She has it in the cage because if it's not in the cage, it will attack. 
But by the way, when you come in the house and they're in the cage, they go wild because they are stuck in the cage and they, I don't know, it's just something like, also when you leave the house, if the dog gets acclimated, then you go to leave, the dog would attack. So the dog ha- would attack for many different reasons. Okay. And when I first went there, the dog tried to attack me like... I mean, you know when a dog's barking and you're like, if that dog is free, I'm gonna get mauled. Yes. Like the the, the barking that's like, like deep. Like 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 yeah. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rip you to pieces. Not right. like the row 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 like that. Like like they don't know what to fucking do. They drool and everything. They hate you. Hurting themselves trying to get out of the cage. Right. <laughs> that's what it was like. And then when she ever got it out of the cage and I was there, at any given moment, it might come over to try to nip me. And then anyone who left, it would run and try to attack you. Right. It got a little less as the dog got acclimated to, like, real people than not just trained to, like, be an attack dog. But over the years, that dog has bit easily, like, seven, eight people. Oh my really? My family. Yeah, it's bit my brother-in-law three times. Like a full it tried to bite, bite. tried to bite me in the face when I got too close to it because oh. I think it was a little bit abused at one point. I don't know. Anyway, it was... Then my dad takes the dog. God bless the dog. The dog recently passed. Okay. It was in the family, like, ten years. Right. But... Even up to Which, last listen, God, year. God bless uh, RIP, but the, the family's a little safer now. <laughs> even We're a little safer. Even, <laughs> even a year ago, after the dog is getting older and was with us for like eight, nine years, it was still a roll of the dice if the dog would bite you. So you would be uncomfortable around it a lot. I No, I wasn't uncomfortable unless I knew what not to do. You can't go like right in his face or be a little too rough. Right. Other than that, the dog was a sweetheart. But there were things that a flip switched when something happened. Even you would just get like a little erratic. So like even my dad, like there were times where the dog growled at him. And I'm like, this is wild that you have a dog for 10 years that, I mean, the dog loved my dad. He wouldn't go anywhere without him. But last year, the dog bit two people. Like heart and a Rottweiler bite is a like not like maul them and rip them just like a, a snap and then like ah it breaks skin even. Wow. wow. Did, did your now I think the question everyone has did your dad give the dog apple cider vinegar shots? <laughs> you think it did? I you think, think the dog did? got all the accoutrements and vitamins that my and nutrients that my father ingests. Your dad's a good person. Yeah. I'm always curious when people have like jack dogs. How do you get your dog ripped? I think he's just constantly exercising it, constantly bringing it out to the park or whatever. I think really that's all it is, is just letting them run free I know every from single my, day. From, from my dad's point of view, uh, the dog had uh, when used to go to LA Fitness. Right. Yeah. Oh, nice. The dog was on testosterone <laughs> and HGH. Um, yeah, and, and Pimp was pulling up a story before um, about uh, someone who we've mentioned on the podcast before, but the girl who farts in the jar actually had to go to the hospital and now has retired from it yes. because she had a heart attack. Because I, I don't know if because of the constant pressure and squeezing. I, I read what it was about. What was it? What happened? She was. Steph Motto was her name, by the way. She was, she was pounding down uh, three protein bars a day, protein shakes, so she can get the gas going. And she ingested, I think, way, way too much protein. And she got, it was actually gas pain. But actually, if you've ever had, it, that can be a shooting. You can feel like a heart attack gas yeah, pain. Yeah. Yeah. So they told her she has so to stop that right God, away. She's okay. She had to keep up with the demand. Yeah. She's a far entrepreneur. As they say, um, my, my beans and eggs is the big part of her diet, by the way, if you're trying to bottle up your farts. I, w- I wanted her to come over uh, to the house and do, if she didn't want to do the Hey Bay podcast, come do the Chrissy Chaos podcast, because I wanted her to fart in my cold oatmeal jars. I thought that would be nice. Yeah, we, we, should, we should have her on. Would, I mean, would you like to have her on? I, I try, I talk, even though she's retired? I'm talking to my lady about it. I explained the situation, and she couldn't even understand 
the baseline premise of the farting in a jar and people paying for it. I know a person. I didn't know what to say. I know a person that told me they knew what building she lived in. Because maybe, <laughs> all right, edit that part out. Um, I, I uh, Here, start from here. I know someone that knows where she lives. Okay. But it's all good. They're like friends. Okay. Said the apartment is stunning. She makes a oh, I fortune. Oh, he's saying the apartment stinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, he said, yeah. No, yeah, she doesn't even need blinds, so the windows are Her always neighbors farts. are always like, shut up! Yeah, she's just ripping farts. But a stunning, she, a stunning apartment. Stunning apartment. She must have made a fortune. And now it's kind of tough for, you know, because everyone has different streams of revenue. Like, now because of her health scare, she can't make a living now. And yeah. she may have to forfeit that apartment. Well, she could still she could still bottle up natural ones. It's just gonna be she's yeah, gonna be down less. to like eight grand a week. So, so what I would do if I was her, <laughs> Steph Motto, if you're listening, and I know that you are, yeah. If you're listening, what I would do then is charge a premium instead of go quality over quantity. So change the business plan to it's not how many times I can fart, it's the type of fart that I can give in the jar is what costs. So I'd be right. willing to pay for a more premium fart right. as opposed to just one of many. Right. Wow. You know? Or if she's not blessing 50 a week, if she's only doing five, then those are more rare now. But yeah. And the price goes up. Rare air. <laughs> rare air. Rare air. That should be the name of her business. Yeah, we should time. coin it. Wow, you guys should manage her. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would love to manage her. Uh, your friend... <laughs> your, <laughs> <laughs> you just leave the biz. You just start managing her. I'm managing. I'm managing. My client, you get a business card and yeah. everything. Yeah. No, um, uh, your friend who knows where she lives, whatever, that's a male? It's a male. Okay. But it's not, they're friends. Like, no, I just good. love the fact because I don't think there's many other people besides me that would go, by the way, I saw the apartment. Stunning. Stunning. <laughs> stunning. No, he said it's fantastic. Also, you know who else is stunning? Tom Brady. I just want to give him a quick shout out. God bless Tom him. Tom Brady. You, you won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl last I mean, the one Super He's Bowl. He's the reigning Super Bowl champ. Tampa Bay Bucks. At home in Tampa. Be remiss if we didn't mention Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Great job out there, guys. Better luck next year, which is this year. Could yeah, happen. Could happen. We'll see. Everybody's in the hunt. Everybody's not. Hey, and your Steelers got in. Oh, How nervous were you dude. last night? Dude, I, I actually had a uh, migraine afterward. I had a, a splitting headache from the tension. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, let me just let me just set the stage. There quick. was, I was three things about that had to happen. Okay, so the, the big thing was as long as the Steelers had to win, which they did. But that was on the road in Baltimore. Right, which is very difficult to win there. Yeah. Team rival. And then... They would have gotten in as long as uh, 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 not even what Jacksonville, who were two and fourteen, had to beat the Colts. They had to who were nine and six. I think if the Colts won, all bets were off. Steelers doesn't matter out. what happens. So the so the Jaguars win. They, they're the worst team in the league. They're getting the number one overall pick. They yeah. had to beat the Colts, and and they did. And they beat them. And they they beat them up. Yeah. So that's two phases. Then the third one was as long as the Chargers and Raiders didn't end in a tie, which is very rare. It happens more nowadays, but it's still no, no, very rare. It happened one time this season. Of all the hundreds of games. The Steelers played. and the Detroit Lions. One time. So the, all they have to do is the Chargers, the Chargers are winning by... What fifth? I'm sorry. The Raiders are winning by what? It was a close. It was pretty close the whole game. No, but but at the buzzer, the the Chargers tied it. Right, yeah. tied the game with two seconds left to bring they, it into overtime. If you watch football, they march down the field yeah. with like less than two minutes left, yeah. and they hit. He converted four fourth and tens. Four. You're watching every second of this game. Every second, yeah. he converts. Herbert converts four fourth and tens, and then he gets uh, just a little. 
sideline pass, and and it was under review because there was no time left, and they called it a catch, and then he took a shot at the end zone, right? And he scores with no time left, and then they, and prior to that, he had to get they needed two touchdowns and a two point conversion yes, to, tie, to tie, and they got it with zero seconds left, with zero seconds left, and then they got it, and then. So now they go into overtime. 15 minutes of overtime. 29 29. I think it was 29 29. Yeah. But literally, at the, there was two seconds left in the game before the Raiders kicked a field goal and won the game at the buzzer in overtime. If they would have missed that field goal, even though Jaguars lost, even though Steelers won, that game would have ended in a tie, which is so improbable, and the Steelers would have been out. out. They must have, to the last second, you must have been panicked. I have a video of me watching it. I want to see it. Yeah, uh, and and also it's it's Ben's. It would have been Ben's last game ever, Ben's and like, now he gets to go to the playoffs. Well, who do they play in the first round now? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Which is are they Saturday or Sunday? They are Sunday at eight fifteen. So we're gonna we're gonna watch it here. What do you want to do? I'm gonna be in Cleveland on ah. stage. Mm. All right. Yeah. What can you do? This, by the way, this Friday and Saturday I'll be in Austin, Texas. If you want to come, shows are sold out almost. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my god who's that filming my cousin mike i didn't know what to do with myself dude he's literally <laughs> sal is literally laying on the table <laughs> laying on his table like it completely exhilarated and wow yeah dude i was thinking about you i was like oh my god also, sal it, was a must be dying. it was a 47 yard field goal by no means not a, a chip a, shot not a chip shot and and what what else was i gonna say um uh, 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 oh, fuck. Also, ADHD. If, if the Chargers, it, it didn't really oh, matter for he the Chargers. He could have kneeled. So this is the other. And then they both would have gotten this, in. This is the other crazy thing. The Chargers and the Raiders are playing. Whoever wins their game goes to the playoffs. The other one gets eliminated. They're in the same division. They have the same record. So they're playing to get in. However, if they tied they both would go in and the Steelers would not go in. So at the time that they the game finished in regular t in regular uh time and in OT that whole time they unless someone scored they were both getting in. So with that 2 seconds left if Carr decided to just take a knee because by kicking he still opens the Raiders up to a small chance of something happening like the kick could get blocked and returned for a you know, returned for Ryan. a touchdown. Something could happen in that two seconds, and they wanted to win, and they did it. But if he took the knee right there, which he could have done, because at that moment, before they kicked they're the field goal. They're both in the playoffs. They, and, and the Raiders were definitely in. If he knelt, they were definitely in. But if he kicks the field goal, they're both in. So the it scenario was, cra it was, was crazy. if either one of them lost, if the Raiders somehow lost, or or if the Chargers lost, they were out. Whoever wins gets in, but the tie, they're both in. And the, and the Steelers wow, were out. Wow, yeah. and the Steelers were out. <laughs> Yeah, and it was just wild because, like you said, would you be mad at the Raiders if you were the Chargers, or no? Because you got to play to win the games. You you got to play to win, right? Yeah, you have to play. They're to not, win. They're not there to do anyone a favor. Also, they're my division rivals. Yeah, like, yeah, suck yeah. my ass. Yeah, suck his ass. No, yeah. suck my ass. Yeah. But Justin Herbert, shout out, good for you. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever heard of this sport? I just found this looking around. What's this? Chess boxing. Have you ever heard of this? Chess boxing? No, no. But this seems interesting. <laughs> Is this like Wu-Tang? No, this is like a real thing. I just found there's an actual organization of... Chess boxing. boxing. So, so they're... Wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> it, it's two boxers in the ring. They play chess and then box, apparently. 
Oh, my okay, God. Okay, so it's a hybrid sport that combines two traditional disciplines, chess and boxing. <laughs> two combatants play alternating rounds of speed chess and boxing. So it's mind and body competition. Until one wins by checkmate or knockout, it is also possible to win by time penalty as in normal chess and by boxing decision if there is a draw on the chessboard, which is so, this is so amazing because you could have the advantage in chess, but then get the legit brain damage and then, and then still stay alive and have to now... Play chess with one eye. Play chess with a concussion. This is a full-on, uh, like, it, this thing is regulated. It's the World Chess Boxing Championship. Was produced by London Chess Boxing. Oh, Vic, here, here the rules. How have we never heard of this? Okay, here are the rules. A match consists of 11 alternating rounds of chess and boxing, starting in- Alternating rounds? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Round oh, my God. That sounds like the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Round one chess, round two boxing. And then you come back to the chessboard. That's what it is. You get j just jabbed in the face. That's what I was saying. You're what? bleeding and you're like rook to queen. <laughs> yeah, you have to do it. We should do this for spelling bees. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Each round lasts three minutes, followed by Who's a one-minute break. The chess rounds are played under time control with a total of nine minutes allotted to each player and no increment added to either player's clock after a move is made. This is... I cannot believe that this has not taken on what, bigger. What happens if you get knocked out... Before the chess game, then ends. you lose. I think if if you get knocked out, I think if you get knocked out at all in boxing or chess, it's over. Oh, right. I love that. There's weight classes. No, uh, this is this is un <laughs> this is unbelievable. Lightweight's 154, middleweight 176, 198. Light heavyweight, heavyweight, 198 and over. Okay, so I thought you played the chess game and then you boxed. That's amazing. Because, so then if you checkmate someone, they can't knock you out after that oh, yeah, look, for revenge. Look, go, go back to the video, Pimp. They're playing chess and with it, their boxing the hands are taped, on. Look at that. Yeah. The hands are taped. Look, and then let's see. Let's just can see we, a second of can it. Can we see it? Like a, I want to see them go from chess to boxing. Yeah, they have headphones. Yeah, let's and see. And then back to chess. Okay, here they're getting up now. Oh. Lights go down. <laughs> This is where sports is heading and where it should be heading. Just as they did at the chessboard, the two men are being careful, feeling each other out. I can't Nikolai, believe this is real. Who crosses with his right hand and catches Frank with a glancing blow to the chin. Oh my God, they're decent boxers too. I like that he's 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 calling the fight with their, just their first names. <laughs> Nikolai hits Frank. It sounds so weird. <laughs> Do you think they have different, um, like, boxing instructor versus chess instructor? You have to. I think you have to have one, two coaches. You gotta. And he catches Frank with a left hook and a straight. Pin Frank into the corner, but Frank shows his... Oh! Off the <laughs> and then they just sit back down! <laughs> and they put on headphones. Breathing. Why? They're sighing, breathing, oh, sweating, For concentration, bleeding. they put on noise-canceling headphones. He's, he's got a fat lip. He's breathing heavy. No, because the mental fortitude that you need to sit back down and concentrate on chess and to get knocked around in the head. Whoever thought of this is genius because I, I, almost actually every person I know who's a boxer loves chess. Like my friend Sergio Chacon, who works with me on the road, he loves boxing. He's a boxing instructor, and he plays chess daily with his kid. Maybe they go hand in hand. Like The mystery of chess boxing? Isn't that? What? Hold on a second. What is this? It, 
Isn't the Wu Tang? What's on the back I, of your I, phone, by the way? Oh, it's um. What is that? It's a new battery that you just came out with. Which, by the way, the mystery of chess boxing, like famous Wu Tang song. I, I just thought they made up that term. The chess boxing started roughly like two thousand three. Well, the game of chess is like a sword fight. You know, the, the, the opening, you must think first before you move. But I wonder if they used to play chess and then have a sword fight and then play chess. Oh, so this is a thing that's been around. Yeah, you know the song. You, you, I mean, it's, it's one of the most... Babe, you know I use ExpressVPN. I know you do. Prior to them going with the podcast, I bought I buy an annual membership on my own. Right. I use it on my phone and my computer. And let's 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 say what they want us to say here. Does what about the idea that a single company controls ninety percent of internet services? I didn't vote for that. Runs your email service and gets to track everything you do on your smartphone. No, thank you. Sir. No, thank you. No. Big tech is more powerful than most countries are, and they profit by exploiting your personal Disgusting. data. Disgusting. It's time to put a layer of protection between your online activity and these tech juggernauts yes and that's why we use express express vpn it's like a condom for your internet searches it makes it safe think about <laughs> how much of your life is on the internet express vpn also encrypts 100 percent of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers and eavesdroppers those little pieces of shit on your network and express vpn does all of this without slowing your connection that's the main thing it doesn't slow anything down it was rated the number one vpn service by mashable and tech radar and what i like most about express vpn is how easy it is to use and right now, if you go to expressvpn.com slash hey babe, that's E X P R E S S V P N dot com slash hey babe, you will get three extra free months on your th on your subscription. So you go to go to expressvpn.com slash hey babe right now, you get three extra free months. So stop handing over your personal data to big tech monopoly that minds your activity and sells your information. Protect yourself with the VPN that we trust to keep safe online. What do you want to do tonight, babe? You want to you want to do a, a home cooked favorite, or what do you want to do? Normally, I might want to use the cooking okay. service that we just spoke about, but when I don't, when I don't use it, you know who I call? Who? DoorDash. I go on my app. I go on DoorDash, and I get food delivered even from places that don't deliver themselves, which has opened up a whole new world. <laughs> this is just another reason for me why another reason to love Double D's. DoorDash. Get drinks, <laughs> snacks, and other household items in under an hour. They got 300,000 partners. It's not just restaurants. No. It's not just restaurants, babes. You can get groceries. You get anything you want. But if you want restaurants, Popeyes, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory, whatever you want. But you could also go to the neighborhood go-tos, which is what I like to help with the small help businesses. Help the mom and pops. And for a limited time, our listeners are going to get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first Settle. order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code HEYBABE. That's 25% off up to a $10 value That's and it. zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code HEYBABE. Don't forget, that's code HEYBABE for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject, Subject to change, change, terms apply. I thought they made when that When did up. chess boxing, can you do a, a, a chess boxing origin or when did, <laughs> when's it invented? Oh, look. 1970. What, what does it say right there? I, I can't read it. Hold on. Chess boxing, it said. At the uh, bottom, it, they, they say Wu-Tang. Early years. In, in homage to the film of the same name. Oh, yeah. They always take all this stuff from the, the old, uh, the old martial arts. The Wu-Tang Clan brought chess boxing into popular consciousness for the first time in 93. 
The first chess boxing competition took place in Berlin in 2003. Wow. If you're out there, email uh, the podcast, heybaypodcast at gmail.com, or just tweet at us at heybaypod, or Instagram us at heybaypod, and tell us, do you know chess boxing? Are you involved in it? Do you want to get involved in it? Do you want to see me and chess have a, me and Sal have a chess boxing match? Oh, my That's God. A, oh, so see, chess boxing was just a form of a variant of chess in a kung fu film. So... It wasn't what it is now when they said it, but then in 2003, somebody was like, let's just punch each other and then play this chess. This is what, if you want to impress me, this is what I want to see Jake Paul do. Chess boxing. I'd like to see him chess box somebody. Yeah. I've never heard of any of these weird sports. Extreme ironing is another one. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Read it. It's an extreme ironing, also called EI, is an extreme sport in which people take ironing boards to remote locations and iron items of clothing. Extreme ironing is the latest danger sport that combines the thrills of an extreme outdoor activity with the satisfaction of a well-pressed shirt. (laughs) (laughs) It says, according to the Extreme Ironing Bureau, there's a photo of a guy at the peak of a rock mountain. He's alone at the summit. It's so small, and he just opened up his ironing board and he's ironing. Some locations uh, <laughs> where such performances have taken place include a mountainside of a difficult climb, a forest in a canoe while skiing or snowboarding on top of a bronze statue in the middle of a street, underwater, underwater, in the middle of the M1 motorway race while parachuting and under the ice sheet of a frozen lake. The performances have been conducted solo or by groups. Extreme ironing. Was invented by Phil Shaw in 1998. Near Settle. In England, inspired by his eccentric brother-in-law who ironed his clothes even when camping in a tent. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, until 1990, Tony often carried ironing boards plus iron in his car boot on the lookout for opportunities to cause bystanders to glance twice, thinking, did I really just see that? Oh, we should extreme iron. Oh, oh dude. Hey, uh, hey, ba- hashtag hey, babe, extreme ironing. Look, look at this guy Go. underwater. Look, look, look. Look at him ironing underwater in oh Florida. Oh, my God. I mean, how stupid is this? The oh shirt's soaked. And this is a legitimate thing. Let's do it, babes. You guys could be the Jordan. They're, they need a Jordan. Wow. Honestly, because that's the thing. Like, should we if, bring this to the public? If it's not, because that's not in the public public. No, extreme or. Here's the three. Literally, this is a, this is a beautiful. Hey, babe episode, because it's it should be called maybe bombshells or what you didn't know, because we've brought now to the to the masses. Yeah. Extreme ironing. Chess boxing. Chess boxing. And my uncle Russell. Russell Webb. And Russell Webb, the cat judge. I mean, literally, it's a beautiful thing. Now, what is this now? Cheese rolling. Uh, This is called cheese rolling. Okay, so what's cheese rolling? I want this girl. This is crazy. This girl, I her name is Jennifer Sorio. Shout out Jennifer Sorio. I don't know what your married name is. I went to kindergarten through eighth grade with her. Get the hell out of here. And she's not an actress at all. She's just in a fucking Grubhub commercial. <laughs> I swear to Christ on everything I love. She's a full Grubhub commercial. Her and her family. On everything I love. Yeah. Her whole family's in it too? Yeah, like her husband and children. Wow. It's a full Grubhub commercial that I see all the time. It's like she has bigger credits than me. <laughs> I went kindergarten through eighth with her. She How'd was my she, that she was my kick. kindergarten, like my grade school wow. crush. Wow. <laughs> cheese rolling's really stupid. What is cheese rolling? <laughs> um, t- they race down a two hundred yard long hill. They race after a round of double Gloucester cheese that is sent rolling down first. <laughs> I love it. It's a world famous event. Is this it? 
Let's see. Oh Let's my see a God. cheese rolling. It's a cheese wheel. Oh, they got it. They're holding a cheese wheel and then they roll down this hill. Let's see. The cheese wheel. Oh no, goes, they're rolling the cheese down the, the hill. The cheese is like, oh my god, oh my god, and then just like fifty dudes just run after it, and they're just they're just eating shit, dude. This is has to cause wild. <laughs> There's like a technique to it. This has to cause insane injuries. I would love to hear about the injuries at the cheese rolling competition. That is a fun hill to watch. These guys, they they they're literally probably breaking bones. Look at this. <laughs> You, they basically have to throw their body and let and let the inertia take over to get down faster than anybody look else. Look at them. Look at them. Oh, oh my you see god! That guy just eat shit. Because if you trip once, you're done. And then they're taking people out. Look at this. <laughs> I somehow like this better than SantaCon. No, this is great. <laughs> Cheese rolling. I, I would mean, love to see this in person. The thing is, the thing is, what 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 you realize, and again, it's a it's it's a double edged sword. Is this had to come about because whatever part of England they're in, there must be absolutely nothing, nothing. to do. Yeah. It's the same thing that we said. God and listen, we love you. It's why they built the arch in St. Louis. It was such a boring <laughs> as shit city that they said, you know what we need? Let's just build a freaking arch. Yeah, just to get people to come look yeah. at. And you know what? You did a great job. We did it. Got us. We got, got us. Got us. Yeah, it's in like the rolling hills of, of England. Yeah. They, they probably do nothing but, you know, sleep with goats and stuff. And if you do, it's your choice. But Yeah, we should shout out everyone that came to the shows. Yes, please. Thank you, everyone who came to Babefest 2021. Um, we have one date that we're adding, Babefest 2022. It's not on sale yet. But just, uh, it's just I, I would it, just babe. say on March 11th, just be in Nashville. Because me and Sal are doing the Ryman Auditorium. Woo! Woo! And it's not on sale yet, but it's coming. So make your plans. Come to Nashville. Absolutely. We, al is we also have a documentary of the tour coming to the Yes, Fresh. we do. Homeless Pit made an entire hour-long documentary of Babe Fest. And Joe DeRosa appears in it, too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, but ba everyone, the shows were great. Thank great. you guys for coming out. The uh, crowds were great. We had a blast. Uh, is this coming out Thursday, Pimpy? Yeah. Oh. Tomorrow I'm in Des Moines, Saturday I'm in Indianapolis, and Sunday I'm in Cleveland. That's, That's all this is. weekend, babes. There's still some ticket stuff for Indy and Cleveland. Come on out. Des Moines is sold out, and I am in Austin, Texas, folks, Friday and Saturday. I think there's only a few tickets left for the Friday Late Show, but come on out, see what you can do, chrisdcomedy.com. And then my Chrissy Theaters tour starts January 21st. I'm co-headlining in Orlando <laughs> with Andrew Dice Clay, and January 22nd in Tampa at the Tampa Theater, chrisdcomedy.com. Me and Homeless Pimpy will be there nice what was your favorite part of the tour you guys have a favorite memory or moment i liked sh uh shopping uh at that place we went to in columbus thunder pussy um <laughs> yeah. that was great shopping in Columbus was good the food we ate food we went to a we went to a dive bar that that stayed open just for us in cincinnati in cincinnati that was great. shout out stanley's pub shout out stanley's pub. i loved when uh right when chris was going on stage in i think columbus sal came over to him told him how many calories were in his meal he just lobster ate. gnocchi <laughs> yeah, yeah well i think we we're in uh texas somewhere with, texas. with a cream sauce it was with the first night i think it was 2500 calories oh no i ate it in the majestic theater in the green room in san antonio and chris was so hurt by the calorie count that he forgot the mic and went on stage yeah just went on like, <laughs> dirty like, dude, it was so that it was so much fun just traveling. We went we because we had said we had said the day before on Christmas Eve on Christmas Day we were like, hey, Omicron whatever is is spiking. Everybody's flights are getting canceled. It's all over the news. We had to take five flights in five days. Yeah. We had to make sure nobody got COVID. And we were like, there's there's no chance we're going to make all five or six shows. And 
we made all six shows. Yeah, it was and unbelievable. We made, we made every flight except the only ones you guys got screwed at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't. They almost lost your luggage. United is the worst airline that has ever walked the face of the earth. If I you thought it was something like Spirit, start replacing the punchlines that say Spirit with United. United? I don't care. I'll say it. <laughs> they think, and what we've discovered, and I, I don't know why they get a bad rap, one of the best flying experiences we've ever had, Southwest. Southwest. Southwest is, there's no frills. You just sit. The Wi-Fi was perfect. You watch the stuff on your phone. You get good snacks. There was not an issue at all with Southwest. So shout out Southwest. My last seven flights on United were three full-on cancellations, and the other four were all delayed between one and three times. The last flight I finally took home from that trip, yeah. my flight was delayed two and a half hours from uh, Cincinnati home. Then I got home one hour on the runway. And then we needed to get towed into a gate. Then we waited 90 minutes for luggage. Pimp was with me. Mm -hmm. And then in, at the 90 minutes, at the complaining from 60 minutes to 90 minutes, they said they don't know what happened. They told us our luggage never got on the flight. There we go. Crazy. It's on the next flight, and that flight's delayed. Do you want us to mail you your luggage? He had all his expensive equipment in there. We're like, we just waited out. We waited another hour. So that's United. What'd you eat when you got home? <laughs> Uh, had to be, had to be I a, had to eat something big. Big, right? You got to go big for that. Yeah, I think on the way I home. Think you ordered it on the way home. Yeah, we ordered it on the way Where'd home. You go? you go Italian? You go greasy? I, I know you, what I did. What'd you do? We ordered from Danino's. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. We ordered Danino's pizza, and I got a uh, raviolis, which they use Pistoza raviolis, which if you know anything. I know Pistoza. Pistoza is, a, you know, old the school. The best ravioli. The best. What? Let's get a Treat it myself. Let's get an Italian lunch now. I have no qualms with that at all. I want to do that. I want to I've be been actually wishing for a Joe DeRosa sandwich. I haven't had one in a long time. We, me and Homeless Pimpy, went to Joe DeRosa's last week. We got drunk. We filmed it. We got drunk. The sandwich, the, the, the beefy, was, it's the best sandwich I've ever had. If you are in the New York City area visiting you live there, go down to Joey Rose's Sandwich Shop. As much as I, I want to smash his head through a wall, <laughs> the sandwiches are some of the best, I'm not lying, the best cold cut sandwiches I've ever had in my life. Are, that beefy might be the best cold cut sandwich I've ever had, period. 174 Rivington. 174 oh, yeah. Rivington. The bread is fantastic. The, so good. The, the, they cook the it every day. It, 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 it's, it's just, it's just great. It's just hang out there. The yeah. only problem with the whole thing is that Joe DeRose's face is on the menu. <laughs> That's was, the only uh, issue. It was so great. Chris was drunk causing a scene out front. A woman was walking by with her dog, and he stopped her and said, you see this face? And he points at Joe's face on the front. He goes, does this make you want to stop and eat food from here? And she goes, no, actually, it's repulsive. <laughs> yeah, she said, I won't buy food from here now. Amazing. Joey Rose, just go tweet at him. Tell him he's a piece of shit. Hey, babe. Thank you, bubs. Um, yes. This is good. Yeah. You know, the whole episode, because I just want to commit to the bit, I um, it's been slowly, because it's so tight on my neck, I've been slowly losing consciousness. I can't believe that's still there. Slowly losing consciousness. I actually can't breathe. This has been Hey, Babe. Don't be a flake, don't run away from your feelings, babe.